Hello, producer Matt. Hi, how are you? I'm good. You were telling me something pretty exciting, and I thought it would be an interesting uh, thing to tell the listeners who are listening right now. Yes. Um, well, the news is if you actually don't want to hear from me again mm. in this context with ads, all you have to do is join the Patreon and you can get an ad-free office hours experience. So right now, there's rubes listening who are not paying, but they're listening to ads after ads. Yeah, such as this. They're I don't listen to the ads. Time. I don't pay attention to that aspect of the show. Yeah, but you're well, telling me there are ads in in this podcast. Oh, the whoever's hearing this right now, their experience of office hours is littered with ads. Yuck. So, but you want to listen to it ad free? Where do you do? What do you do? You just go to patreon.com slash office hours live. What's that going to cost me? Hundreds of dollars? Oh, not even close. Not even for $55, you can get a whole year of office hours entertainment. $55. What that's, well, that's uh, how much you can, you can do it for $5 a month, correct? If you're a fool. Right. (laughs) You would pay. You'd pay $60 for a year at right. $5 a month. Dripping dripping the money in every week. Yeah, like a fool. Or you can just want, you know, cut your check. Sign up for the year because we're not going anywhere. No, we'll be right here. And if you pay, then you don't have to hear this kind of junk anymore. Ad free for patron subscribers. That's big. No. Let's lock the gates and start the show. I like having fun. I like to laugh. I like to meet people who can make me laugh. I like having fun. Yes, I like it to laugh. I like having fun to meet people who laugh. Good afternoon if you're on the East Coast. Good afternoon, good evening if you're anywhere else. Good evening, good good early morning if you're down and uh, waking up. Waking up for our show. I know you're out there. We love it all. This show does not discriminate against anybody anywhere in the world. I don't care where you live, what little hovel you're hiding in, what cave you're hiding in. You are welcome to listen on our broadcast every Thursday morning. It's Tim Heidecker. It is February 11th. We are just kind of getting ready, getting into that President's Day weekend. President's Day weekend coming up, sponsored by Three Stooges Coffee. Three Stooges Coffee giving out every every show. We try to give out a $500,000 gift certificate to Three Stooges Coffee. I'm joined. I'm back last week. A lot of people were shocked. Obviously, people are shocked right now because they're getting used to this new Tim. I've shaved off the big uh, hairy beard, and I got the haircut, and I'm going to tell you all about that throughout the show. (laughs) We have... There's a lot to get to today. We've got a terrific show. Rodney Asher from uh, a great documentary filmmaker is going to be calling... All I care about now is documentaries. I've had so many documentary film directors on the show this year. <laughs> this is really the premiere, almost like the way 
the rite of passage that comedians have to do when they go on Mark Maron's uh. show. Now documentarians have to go <laughs> pass through the office hours gauntlet where I put them to the test. <laughs> Later in the show, Nick Thune, friend, friend of mine. He's got a new movie to promote. We're going to, I don't know what we're, we got, we're going to play a game called Name That Thune. <laughs> uh, I'm joined by Vic Berger. I'm going to switch things up a little bit, see if these guys are on their toes this morning. Vic Berger That's to my left. Mike Hugh. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. Good morning How are you to today? You. Doing just dandy. Excited to be here. And, uh, you know, dandy, you, are you? You, were, you were missed last week. I know uh, some people disagree with that, but uh, you were missed. Uh, who disagreed? Many disagree. Uh, many, many would say <laughs> I was they enjoyed touched. the show as I it was, was, but some some were saying I know there's a big overlap. Nice some, yeah. some some are saying it. there's a big overlap. We obviously had a wonderful Super Bowl party on Sunday down here, all three of us and Matt and Wes, and uh, all the patrons were there. So they this is not new for them, but I want to say to everybody that's not a patron, a shame on you as always. Freeloaders, B, thank you so much Shame on all for the birthday show and the birthday wishes. Thanks to all the special guests that called in, including my sister. That was nice. And who else? Everybody else, except for the guy from The Sopranos. Carmine Jr. was a bomb. <laughs> was a, I tried to watch that again. I physically can't get through it. It goes on and on and on and on. That's How long was that bullshit. total video? Minutes. Four minutes. You know what? You never commented on the um, falling off his chair guitar guy. How'd you feel? About oh, that, that was great. Oh, yeah. What a nice surprise. So good, he's right? out there doing pit cameos? No. No. Wait, no. He what? He did not. That, we, that was all me. It was all me. You reached out? I reached out. I sent him a very nice note. This guy this guy could be making a killing on Cameo doing know, that, right? He was Fucking so hell. nice about it. He was so nice. <laughs> That's great. Nicest guy. Well, I'm glad he He played like a five-minute song, too, after, which yeah. we didn't really use. But Oh, yeah. well, we should show that in the after hours. Um, and Doug Lucenhop as well. I forgot to acknowledge that you're here today. Thank you for being here. Doug. You know, every once in a while, I have people complain or comment in a negative way. About me? <laughs> On our structure we have here, me in the front, you guys behind me, and some people are disturbed by it, or they're... they're <laughs> well, there, there are no other shows that look like that. I there know, are, but... You know, there's... people can't... They need to know what they're used to. It they, happened right. sort of organically. If you watch the early mm -hmm. shows, there was always just one kind of webcam, and Doug would, you know, just structurally from your, the office yeah, perspective. Yeah, your, your, your computer was against the wall. Right. And yeah. then where am I going to go? Uh, yeah. Inside the wall? No. So... And then I'd come in, and then... You'd just say, go ahead, set up, standing up or whatever, and I'd have a laptop, and I just got tired of putting it on the music stand. I used to and it bring in my own yeah, stand. Did you have a whole stand? Yeah. I didn't have that. Yeah. And now that we've got multiple angles, doesn't really matter where everybody is, because you can cut to Vic if he's talking and blah, blah, blah. It works out structurally for me. I wouldn't mind standing. Mm -hmm. You're welcome to stand. We can make that happen. Um, anyways. <laughs> that might make it weird. <laughs> uh, Come up here? <laughs> Yeah, then like you won't see my face. Uh -huh. I'm saying. Uh -huh. Don't change the camera. Angle. Yeah, just keep the camera. Why don't we do this? You stand, but wear a picture of yourself on your shirt. <laughs> what does that look like? Like this? That's not bad. All right, this is yeah. getting. Um, off track. Hear all your stomach sounds. Off topic, but what if the show just? I would always go, oh, off topic, but and then it's just a regular show. How is there any, ever a topic? There is a question of the day because we are leading into President's Day. Um, What's the question of the day? Oh, what do you forgot about the question of the day. Uh, 
What's the question of the day? Uh, the question of the day is, who is the most handsome president? I want everybody to think about that. We'll talk about it. Your Zooms will call in. We will. I don't know if we're ever going to get to a, a number one answer here, but we'll do our best. I've got some ideas. I think I know what it is. There isn't a there is an objective there is an objectively right answer to that. But who is the most handsome president? Is it Washington? Is it uh, Harrison? We don't know. We'll find out. Donald Trump. I, it, here's good the, looking guy. Well, here's a. <laughs> this should be part of the question. Like, while they're in office, or no? Like, oh, well. Because some of them like look I mean, handsome yeah. younger, but then they're, I, that's they're, ageist. they're in office. That's yeah. ageist. I think. Yeah, this, I think you're a good-looking guy, list, or you're not. The list of pictures I was ghoul. looking at, they had like you're Andrew, either a ghoul yeah. or you're a movie Tim, star. You can't look at that picture of Andrew Jackson. Yeah. When he's older. He looks when like was, a ghoul. Yeah, like <laughs> photography was brand new at the time. They didn't know how to get the lighting right. I'll give everything. you an example. Abe Lincoln is a look ghoul. At, yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a, he's got his proportions are all wrong for a handsome guy. I'm talking. Who's going to be? Who's like got the Brad Pitt? Who's got the George Clooney? Who's got Wait, right there, Errol Zach, Flynn? Zach Taylor looking kind of. Uh, hey, we're not doing this. We're not, not going doing through it, it okay, now. Okay, I'm just somebody pulled it up on the screen. What do you want me to do? I want the I want the the losers. I was gonna say the users, but the losers of this Wait, podcast. These are all they, men. they all look. Al- those it's all weird. four are like men. This, they look exactly alike. No, there's <laughs> been women presidents. They're, really? Who, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm <laughs> trying to think. Factor them in. <laughs> who is the woman? Who's the one? The woman president from the fifties? Stacy. Uh, uh, Margaret uh, Margaret Hoover. Margaret. She was president, right? After Lincoln? I don't think Can't so. I don't know. Hmm. There were a few. I don't know. It's not like it was all men. Let <laughs> <laughs> Guys who just don't don't bother to look into that, but just I, don't, I hate when people are like, there should be a woman president. It's like just being women girl. presidents. Hi, baby. Everyone's just gotta chill out with that. It'll there's been women presidents in the past and there will be in the future. Not a big deal. Let's get used to it. See you at school tomorrow, baby girl. City of the day. Just the most perfect, most beautiful girl in all of the world. <laughs> <laughs> right, before we get to city of the day, pause uh, there. Uh, Two business uh, items of business. Of course, the Mr. America screening continues until this weekend. When's the last day for that, Matt? Sunday? Yes, yeah, Sunday. Sunday. 11.45 p.m. So you can still uh, pay to watch the film and then see the Q&A. It's about an hour and change of us talking about on cinema, taking your questions. That's mrmerica.eventive.org. Ten bucks. And I'll tell you what, that's how we're going to make more on cinema with those ticket sales. And then this weekend, I'm joined by my lifelong partner, probably a guy I've been... Uh, you know, fin- legally, um, creatively, and on a friendship level, connected to very closely, Eric Wareheim. We have a business together in Inc. and Inc. <laughs> Tim and Eric Inc. Absolutely Productions. We are going to meet here Saturday night. Like with other watch-alongs, we are going to watch some of the more romantic Tim and Eric some kind of virus episodes China. skits what day is that Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. there you go Saturday's, Saturday's alright for kissing and we've got all sorts of fun activities planned we're going to uh, that's Saturday just and Matt what's the ticket information on that I just dropped it in your uh, thing there viewstub.com view, Tim new Eric. company here viewstub.com slash Tim and Eric not many VIP bundles left. There's a couple of VIP bundles left. 
One of his intercourse, one of the, is intercourse with me. Which <laughs> is what it's come to. I mean, to get a kiss like that, I have to call back Facebook. Stuff that ass. Oh, fuck yeah. In there. <laughs> I had a beat off. If you live in, in the United States, there's a bundle, I think, of what, 200 bucks, something like that. I'll come out there and I'll fuck you. Just train balls. <laughs> You wouldn't think a clean-cut kid like me would be talking this way on this kind of show, but... Hey there. I'll get $200, I'll come out, I'll fly out, you know, all expenses paid, set you up at a hotel by the airport, you come by, I'll fuck you. <laughs> it's just all business. What positions are available? <laughs> oh, boy. Doggy? I don't know. Nah. <laughs> one hour, whatever you want to do oh, to one me. Hour. One, whatever, one hour, whatever you want to do to me. <laughs> oh, whatever they they're doing it. They're basically banging you. Mm. Oh yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we have five of those packages available. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. And Are that's. You're gonna do one one hour. Uh, well, like, no, it's, I go to wherever the you same time. There's a time it. window. There's a weekend that we're looking at in June. It's a long weekend that I'm gonna commit to this. So, you, <laughs> when when the one hour is done, you bring the next one in. And, no, I have to fly to the next town. Oh, I see. Okay. We're doing we a lot of targeted out. marketing to uh, Chicago. I just figure I'll go to Chicago. That's nice in the middle of the country. Hopefully, get two or three there, and then if I have to go somewhere else, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> all right city of the day sorry for all the smut if my mom bit of a different show when i'm at the helm huh you know what just a few more laughs it's different uh the city of the day is brought to you by the elton john from american standard that's the toilet company, finally. <laughs> a celebrity toilet for men from the King of Pop. Framed, he's not the King of Pop. Oh, King, King of, of Piano, piano Pop. pop. <laughs> <laughs> the King of Piano Pop. Framed by giant bedazzled glasses on the upper deck and piano keys rounding out the bowl. This beautiful throne is everything a man needs to enjoy his toilet time and style. Now you can listen to I'm Still Standing every time you need to take a whiz and Rocket Man for BMs. Additional songs available from in-bowl purchases. <laughs> goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Well, now you can say goodbye to yellow puddles and stains, thanks to American Standard. You don't have to leave You don't have to leave on your diapers with this toilet, and Saturday night's all right for wiping. Order now and get a free candle for your wind. <laughs> candle for, for your wind. wind. Order now and get a free candle for your wind. And that's not all. For the Krautrock fans out there, American Standard is proud to present the Can-Can. So go to AmericanStandard.com slash shit for, their, <laughs> for all our celebrity bowls. That's AmericanStandard.com slash slash S-H-I-T. The Elton John. The Elton John. <laughs> Good stuff. City of the day is Boca Raton, Florida. I'm going to tell you what, Tone. I'm going out of Boca. <laughs> tell you what, Tone. Is that one of the clues? Did I just... Because I don't know what the code is is this soprano oh. is, the, is the city they soprano oh, yeah. nobody knows it it's a very it difficult is. well that would be difficult land and search high and low no one's gonna crack it mark my words well how fun is that huh oh, yeah. an uncrackable oh, code yeah. well hard to crack what's the name of the uh, native americans that were very Some good looping. at code cracking somebody tell me that the apache there was a group in world war ii there were native americans who were became experts at code cracking 
Maybe they can help us. Uh, let's take a Zoomer. It is, is that true? Yeah. That's cool. You know what, Doug? Learn more. Oh, How about that? That's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of dudes huh? in the Zoom today. What? So we're going to dive in. I don't think we've ever talked to Teddy Confetti before. Teddy Confetti does not ring Teddy a bell. Confetti. Wind Teddy? talkers. Yes, Navajo. Thank you, chat. It's the Navajo people. Uh, I'm, I'd like to know more about this. There's probably a movie. Oh, I think there's so. a movie about that oh, starring maybe, I want to guess, Keanu Reeves. We'll find out. Um, Here's wanna? Teddy. Teddy. Oh, Teddy boy. You got to speak hello, up, Teddy. Hello, hello, hello. Teddy, where do you think Teddy Roosevelt fits on uh, the list of most handsome presidents? Most handsome? <laughs> Let me pull up some pics. Okay, you take your time. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta see. Hey, it's my first time in the Zoom. You put me on the spot. First Welcome caller. to the Zoom, Teddy. Welcome to the community. You all right? Thank you. First of all, I don't I'm like good. how your microphone is like you? off. I know he's, he has like, to like. Why don't you bring the microphone in? He's like the chocolate rain guy. Where do you see? I, I was hoping I'd have some more time to figure this out. Well, you're first up, buddy. Come into the. You got to come into the Zoom prepped, ready to go. Where, do, where do you want me? That Maybe. you look. That looks good. You look good. That better. Yeah. Thank you. Where are you calling in from, Teddy? Nashville, Tennessee. Ooh, they call that Music City. Music City. That's Sarah yes, Potenza sir. land. I did do a few years in Philly until the pandemic. Um, and me and my girlfriend moved back down here. Okay. Be closer to family. What do you uh, What do you do for uh, for a living? Right now, I'm doing tree work, so I'm cutting down trees. Uh, there's a lot of tree services here. What the hell? Uh, do you, what the hell you got against trees? Should we be planting <laughs> them, not cutting them down? That's no. what I'd like to do. That's, I'm trying to find a job doing that. I respect that. You got to prune them. You got to. It's like yeah. getting a haircut. Speaking of which, we can talk about my haircut. Oh yeah, it looks great. By the way, oh, you look. Thanks, Teddy. Look great. I look yeah. ten years younger. Maybe? Oh, yeah, 10, 15 even. So, Teddy, do you have anything specific, or you just want to say hi? I just want to say hi. Um, I think Teddy Roosevelt, there's some good picks of him. He's, I mean, he got heavy. He, he did got, get heavy. He got big. There's, there's, I'm looking at this, uh, the Theodore Roosevelt Guide to Productivity, and that picture looks pretty darn good. Mm, he's, he's a snack. A nice, <laughs> he's the one that went to nice Africa stash. and killed, like, 500 animals and hauled them back. He's like oh, a big yeah. game hunter. Big game hunter for sure. And he would like have have boxing masters at the White House with his pals. Yeah, he was a tough son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Not like that polio stricken cousin of his. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. Jesus. (laughs) Getting into some rough things. I have polio. I can't get up. You know, he could be the more (laughs) handsome one, though. Well, I would like to say I'd like to thank the weather today in Nashville because I couldn't go into work because it was pouring down rain, which means I can be here with you instead. Oh, Teddy. Well, we're glad to have you and so, you got a great energy to you. Thank and you. I, I hope you stay safe because sometimes you can knock down one of those branches and bam, down on your head, you're dead. I've, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get out of the industry. It seems like the longer you stay in the industry, the higher the risk of uh, getting a log on your, yeah. You climb up the tree and, and trim up, you climb way up there with the, with that belt. Oh yeah. Are yeah, you in the, the are you in that machine that the the truck that li- the scissor no. lift or something? What about that wood We're chipper? old school. We don't do we don't do bucket trucks. We don't do that. We just uh get up in the tree. Yeah. I'd like to my, my favorite job in that world would be or as you say that industry 
I don't know if industry is the best word for that. I'm in the industry. True Dare Industry Magazine. Check I would it like out. to get in front of they one of those big... obituary section. One of those big wood chippers. You're tossing in branches and That's shit. what I do all the time. I'll take a video. Man. I'll send it to you. Fuck, yeah. man. I, get the, I do that I'll, all I'll day. I'll take a... <laughs> you would? I'll trade. I'll trade jobs. Fucking come up here and run this fucking uh, mental asylum. <laughs> Try to tame these horses, these wild horses. <laughs> Uh, wild pink sty. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Well, I felt I felt so guilty. I became a patron yesterday because I've been enjoying your show so much. So thank well, you for uh, guilting never me too into soon, giving you Never $5. too late. Never too late to I show your appreciation it. for the arts. <laughs> it's becoming more and more acceptable to become a member of the Patreon community, and you're going to benefit from it so greatly. There's a new service we're offering where I will. Um, whisper to you. I'll do a whisper oh, yeah? session with you. And they're going quickly. They're going quickly. We're doing 100 a month. 100 people a month can qualify, and I'll whisper to you for 25 minutes. <laughs> Sunday mornings. Teddy, this week is going to be so special for you. I'll do that to wake up my girlfriend. You're going to have a wonderful week, you little piece of shit. <laughs> I want to examine your underwear. I want to see if you have any stains, any brown stains down there. Go ahead, show me your underwear. <laughs> it's a weird experience. I mean, a lot of people are not happy with it. But whatever. I do my best. Thanks, Matt, for the welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so let me just walk through this, Teddy, since you brought up the haircut. A lot of sure. people want to know what happened. I think on Monday, I said... I got to get rid of this. I got to trim this down. This guy was getting really gross. Was, I, I don't I don't grow a thick beard. I grow like a pubic beard. I basically look like a uh, like testicles, like balls. My face looks like a couple of balls. <laughs> straights. There's lots of straights, like lots of straight ones going out, errant. And then it's like holy in patches, but and it doesn't exactly grow long just kind of keeps growing out so i thought well let me give it a trim and i went for the trim and it got i went too deep in the trim because it was I have this old clippers that doesn't have like it has those stops in it you know but it, it just went all the way down to the bottom the stops went to one Zzz, off it goes i go okay fine i'm committing to the shave i shave i look awful because i've got this real long hair and then this fresh baby face and my back has gotten so long. I mean, I just look terrible. I look like a, you know, I don't, I mean, I shouldn't even say what I look like. I'm gain some weight because all I do it's is nuts. eat. I'm on this commercial and it's like, I just keep eating Twix. I do not shampoo and, my hair. And all kinds of stuff going into my body last week. What kind of craft services did they have for you? It was okay. I mean, it's different now because of COVID. They're boxing everything, but... Then we, there's this bakery, and we're getting all these croissants. Each M&M was individually bagged. I'm drinking bourbon. At, I'm drinking, like, lots of uh, bourbon at night. Just too much. It was a little bit too much, you know? It was never, like, out of control. I'm not, like, partying. It's just, you know, when you're traveling, you just have time to kill. Anyways... Tim, I'm looking like at my hair. Kind of have a bowl cut. Well, that's you should show this. Are you going to show? No, the I don't because it's not. We're not done with this. We're yet. not done with this. this is, uh, my we're not done with this haircut. Yet. The it looks fine if you want a bowl cut. So <laughs> I, 
I call my barber who I really, as you can imagine, haven't seen in almost two years or like a year and a half. And it's this guy down the street. He's a nice guy. He's, this guy isn't exactly cutting hair for the movie stars. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a place you go for a, a go, trip. You go hang out. You talk, you shoot the shit with the boys. Yeah. So I go down there and I go, you know what I really like is when my hair was like a, two months ago. As the audience can remember, it was, it was luxurious. It was long. I could put my fingers through it, but it wasn't like down to here. I didn't look like I was living under a bridge. <laughs> and so... You pull up an image from the, from the show? I should have. That would have been a smart right. move. But he starts clipping away, oh, clipping God. away. Shampoo and he does kind of what... I'm so bad at expressing myself in the barber community. <laughs> you know? I just... I want to get it over with. I want to get out of there. I'm wearing the mask. You know, just nice. Like, clean it up, trim it. Maybe a little, like, shorten up the back. And so he ends up... And I, he ends up with, like, kind of doing what I say. But then I have this big, like, uh, I don't know how you describe that guy. It's like a big, I don't want to say mullet, but it's just this big, it's long and it curls up like tail. this. So I just look ridiculous. Like and a page boy? Kind page of. boy, I guess. But long in the back, still fairly too long in the back. And, I, and he goes, how do you like this? I go, uh, maybe you can cut up more in the back. But then I start getting really, um, you know, I can't assert myself. I don't want to say it's not looking, it's not good. I, I, I've been in that position. We, you know, I don't, I feel bad for the guy. I'm like, J well, maybe just a cut a little more. So he cuts, so he doesn't want to go too far. So he cuts a little more. It still ends up too long. I go, I just want to get out of there at that point. I go, eh, you know, thank you. Goodbye. I go home. My wife looks at me and she's like, okay, well, that's interesting. That's a style. That, that's always the worst when someone says, well, that's a style. That's one way to go. <laughs> She goes, it's too long in the back. So then I go, she goes out and I, I have that old beard trimmer that I did my beard with. And I go, this shouldn't be that hard. I should just, I can zit, zit, zit it off. I'll take it by a clump and I'll zip, zip, zip it down. I do that myself. And that so I'm years. just hacking at it with this beard trimmer. <laughs> and I, you know, it's those things where the more I do it, the worse it's getting. And so I'm like trying to compensate over here uh -huh. and it, I hack it all off in the back, but it looks bad. So it has a bit of a Mo, Mo Howard. Yeah, quality. I think it's fine. Well, mm -hmm. so I said the to uh, yeah, it's fine. Marilyn, I said, well, you know what, Doug's maybe I'll maybe when Doug comes in, he'll give me a cut on the show and he'll clean finish cleaning it up because you gave me that Beatles cut. <laughs> I did a great job, didn't I? So last night, I was you know it didn't look terrible, but if you really looked in the back, it looked like I was you know got attacked by crows or something, <laughs> and. Uh, we went out for dinner, and then on the way back, we stopped at a 7 -11. This is just a peek into the kind of life I live. It's like we stopped. The kids want ice cream, so I go, let's stop at 7-Eleven. They got ice cream <laughs> right there in the freeze. Bars, all kinds of different ice cream. Right next to the 7-Eleven in Glendale is one of these old-timer barber shops. And I smelled trouble right away, but I said, maybe I should just go in here and let them finish the job. Mm-hmm. And my wife's like, sure, you know, we'll get the ice cream, we'll eat in the car, you go in there. But it's one of these places, guys, this is Glendale, so it's, I believe it's either Armenian, Turkish, or Russian. These guys do not speak the, my language, English, no disrespect. They're not interested in any kind of, th you know, they're like there to go, zzz, 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 and that's it. <laughs> but I, somehow I thought it was going to be okay. 
And then I sit down and I try to, again, I can't express myself. I say, well, just back is, the back is a little messed up. And he goes, you want, you want sides four? He goes, four? You want number four? I go, uh, and what do I say? I start talk. I don't want to start arguing with the guy about numbers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I go, yeah, yeah, four. Yeah. He gets out the clippers. He just puts my hair up and just starts going. And that, and I just was, I looked at my wife through the window. I just looked at her like, all right. Now you got another cut. It's gone. Now, so now I got to get another cut somewhere else. I'm just going to go over to town and be like, can you? Soon you'll just be bald. (laughs) Well, that's why I was going to go home and just shave the whole thing. Who cares? I I don't really care because it's just hair. I start wearing wigs. There's probably a lot of bald guys listening right now, like saying, cry me a river with this story. You know? They would love to have that problem. We'll head out to the Crimea, the Crimea River. Um, all right. That's where I'm at. But listen, it's not that bad. But I hear what you're saying. When you look at the back, I look like Mo. I kind of like... But I mean, that was my cut. Who's going to stare high school, at that was my cut. The bowl. Yeah. 30 years ago. I'm just going to put a hat on. <laughs> 30, 40, Fuck 50 years ago. Yeah. yeah, right. All right. Who wants to compliment me on my hat? Tim, I got a question for you real quick. Go ahead. When you were in high school or any time, did I say compliment life, me on my hat or my hair? Did you? <laughs> that was when a you glitch. Went, you said hat. <laughs> when you when you went to get haircuts, like in high school, would you bring? Would you cut out pictures of magazines and be like, <laughs> "This is the guy I want"? Like, I would do that, and then I would be too nervous to bring it out of the, my pocket. So just like, I just I used to, I remember doing that. It was like Ricky Schroeder or something. <laughs> Vic cut out a picture of Disco Stew. I, <laughs> no, what? I, oh man, Disco. <laughs> And I remember one time going to this barber and, and she just, she like, like vanilla ice was in style, I guess at the time. And she like did the whole vanilla ice thing Whoa. to me and it, it just looked really rough. I would like to see that. And then it's like shaved it, shaved it off when I got home. Like no sideburns and stuff. It was just weird. Yeah. I don't know if I, did I, it, did they give you the like eyebrows? The, no. There's always talk about, <laughs> no, no. there's always talk about feather. Do you want me to feather the bangs? Do you want me to feather the oh, bangs yeah, for feather you? the bangs. Sure. How about do you want to straighten the back or, or fade? Do you want you want to angle? Or oh, Tim, did, did, did they ever like just put so much like spray in your hair forever, and then you're thinking the whole time like I'm gonna wash this out the second? Yeah, I get right. Home. Like right. I'm just gonna take a shower. Like too quit much, wasting my time. Too much of that powder at the end too. I feel like I'm allergic to that. I like too. that. I, I, I do have this memory of like the the place we went was like a salon or whatever in the mall, and it was always very busy and there's music mm. going on. There's like t- thirty chairs of. It was very like an active, exciting scene right next to the arcade. Good super times. Cuts. Yeah, I used what? to go to Supercuts. I like getting a hot shave too on the on the neck. That's nice. I think Ian favorite. had a compliment. I, Ian, Ian, are you there? Were you raising your yeah, hand? You look great. It could look a lot I worse. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize how much. Uh, I thought you looked good before. Like I was liking the beard and the long hair, but when I tuned on today, I almost like had a sigh of relief a little bit. Mm. I can go. I'm glad, I'm glad it's back. Imagine that. Imagine having a sigh of relief by seeing me. <laughs> Looks like I'm well, talking to some like Irish UFC fighter. That's what I think. That's what I'm pretending. I'm like, you know, are you getting ready for the big fight this weekend? Yeah, I am. I'm a, uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of punching bags and uh, sit-ups, pull-ups. Good. Everyone sounds like their head's in a Home Depot bucket. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound very specific today. stuff. Uh, cool. Thank you so much. Here? Thank you so much Welcome. for the compliments. Um, I, I wonder if Tim trimmed all his beard and stuff off after after he got triggered by my my joke. Oh, that definitely <laughs> definitely sat uh, sat with me. Um, I like the beard. I was just 
All right, we, can, we like gotta move Beatles. off this subject. Yeah, uh, Rodney is here. Oh, Rodney's right on, time? right on time. Hey, Rodney, how are you, man? Oh, I gotta unmute him. Hold on, we're waiting to unmute you. Hi there. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna use we're just gonna use drops for your side of the interview, if that's all right. Well, that, yeah, that makes it so much easier, yeah. man. Thank you. I appreciate that. We're just gonna have yes Thank no you. questions, and uh, and the guys will provide the yeses and the nos. So hopefully okay. it'll sync up with the with the truth. Um, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Good to good to see you guys. Did we meet? Did we meet? <clears throat> At, did we meet ever maybe at Sundance? Do you remember? Yeah, no, we met um, with at, at our Room 237 screening out there. You were um, hanging out with Lee Unkrich uh, from right. Pixar. Yes, Lee Unkrich, a major shining freak. The guy, right? He's finally <laughs> yeah. finishing his Tashin book that he's been working on for 25 years. Oh, I didn't know about that. He's Oh, yeah. He's putting together a shining specific Tashin book. Yeah, you know, it's probably going to be, you know, as heavy as a cement block. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't imagine how many pages it's going to be, but, you know, all the archives that he's uncovered is over he doing the years. It, is he doing it with uh, the cooperation of the Kubrick estate? Yeah, yeah. Now we're fully, um, he, he's, um, he, he was over there, you know, with a, on some anniversary screening, I think, you know. He knows everybody who's, well, let's talk who, more whoever about, let's happened talk more to be able to walk Lee across that set. <laughs> No, Let's right. talk more about Lee. Uh, well, Lee got started in. Uh, no. <laughs> you're you're making a, a documentary about Lee Unkrich next. Um, so let me think about where to start with you. I do I don't do any prep on this show. Any kind of res. I mean, as, fair enough. Aside from uh, watching the film, which I did last week. Um, at, but you let's start with two three seven real room two three seven real quick. That's that movie. I mean, all your movies. Both of these movies kind of fucked me up in a good way. Um, as people might have seen or not seen, uh, Room 237 is about these many conspiracy theories regarding the film The Shining. Uh, and people more about the people who believe them, right? Yeah, well, you know, and we kind of follow what led them down that road and how they got there and what the movie means to them. Um, you know, a lot of it. Um, it's interesting because... You know, people who hate the movie think that, you know, it's trying to be sort of the encyclopedic skeleton key that interprets, you know, every stray element of the movie. But, you know, if you put the five or six people's theories together who are, you know, we're kind of intercutting to the course of it, you know, they're completely contradict one another. Right. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about because I loved it. I was one of those movies I saw at Sundance where I couldn't wait for everybody I knew to see it when it was going to come out. And then I felt that there were people, and I, I don't mean to bring up criticism of your work, because I hate when people do that to me, but there were people that felt like that you, like the film had a point of view about the meaning of The Shining. And I always kind of felt like that you were just showing how that there are these crazy theories. I mean, it wasn't like you were endorsing any of them. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I have to say, though, because the movie is about people who all see this one movie differently. Yeah. You know, as as people would argue about what my movie was about, it was kind of like history repeating as farce. <laughs> right. I just I mean, you're such a are you you uh, you're an editor. Um, I've, Do, I've edit, I edit my own stuff. Yeah. Mostly. I mean, that, that's what I one of the things I love about both of these movies is the the use of footage. I mean. One thing about Room 237 is you can't go wrong if you've got this, if you've got Kubrick movies to work, 
from as your source visual <laughs> sure. material like, right. like the way you use it and kind of tell the story of these conspiracy theories using like the the, the way I, I always remember the way you use that shot of tom cruise from uh uh eyes wide shut where he's like he's hitting his his glove walking out like the way you reuse that as sort of just like the the way that the the guy trying to crack the code i thought i thought that was so great yeah um, thanks i mean i always love the way that you know you take a shot even a shot that people know very well and you put it in a new context and it means something completely different. I mean, I think we've seen that a lot, you know, since, since two, three, seven, cause that goes back, gosh, I hate to say nine years now, but you know, the way gifts have become such a part of our language. Yeah. Right. And you can use those. And sometimes you'll use them to make more or less the point that they made in the original movie, but often it's not like right. that Orson clapping gif. Which one? The the one of Orson Welles clap, clapping from Citizen Kane. Yes, yes, yes. I can, I can picture it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it seems to have changed from it seems to have changed from a defiant you all. I command everyone else to clap to something more like, well, good for you. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> right. Is sort of the way that the meaning has shifted, which I, is, is kind of fascinating. It is amazing how you can say so much. Obviously, I mean, a picture says a thousand words is an obvious. Uh, sentiment, but you can really communicate pretty much more efficiently with, with, with some of those gifts and images. Um, all right. Glitch in the matrix. So let me just say, I watched this last week. I was up in Oakland. I was up in Berkeley staying at this old haunted hotel by myself in this room and was like, all right, Dory from, from Magnolia sent me the screener. Started up. I knew it was going to be a weirdy, a weirdy, as we say in the business. <laughs> weirdies. But man, that was fucking spooky in a good way. But it was also when I watched it alone, sort of on my laptop, it just it just put all sorts of weird ideas in my head. How did you first of all, can you just tell us a little bit about what it's about? I know you got to do that. But and where, how did you come to decide that this was going to be a movie you wanted to make? Sure. Well, I mean, it's about simulation theory, right? The idea that we're all living in something like the matrix and th that idea, I mean, for me, I only knew it as a science fiction idea, right? Like from, you know, movies like the matrix or existence or the 13th floor or something. Yeah. But I was actually working on another project, the nightmare about um, people who experience sleep paralysis and those kind of shadowy ghost people that they see when they're um, when they're paralyzed in bed. Right. And one of the guys I was talking to suspected that the things that he was seeing in that state of consciousness were actually sort of uh, um, that he was seeing like the zeros and ones raining down, like right. at that scene near the end of the matrix. <coughs> and I, you know, very immediately he said, <coughs> sorry, um, I've got to know more about this. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then in the years that went by, you know, and it took a, a few years before I really jumped into this one, you know, th people started talking about, you know, the Berenstain Bears and the Mandela effect. And right. I came across, there's an essay that this um, Oxford philosopher wrote, are you living in a simulation? And then, you know, when Elon Musk was talking about it in at that, you know, kind of technology conference yeah. that seemed to really mainstream the idea. And then I guess for me, the deal really got sealed as I started to come across all these like common threads and stories where people would describe these, you know, just bizarre and horrifying kind of true stories that felt almost like Twilight Zone stories, but things that happened to them that convinced them that 
they were living in a simulation. And I was like, well, a nonfiction Twilight Zone movie could be kind of interesting. Let's talk to some people right. who've gone through some weird shit that has left them believing that we're living in the Matrix and, you know, see what that's all about. Um, there, There's... I have a question. Well, hold on a minute. Okay. Now you stay put. <laughs> Doug has lots of. Well, you paused. There, so there, I... there. I remember this too. A few years ago, there seemed to be this uh, sort of a mathematical, more scientific, sober uh, introduction of this idea into the world. That when you st when you're like, well, if you really play this out, if you look at the uh, probabilities and the fact that the size of the universe and the fact that there could be nearly limitless amounts of civilizations out there. Why wouldn't this be a simulation? It's more like the odds are more that it is than it isn't because of just, you know, the trajectory of probabilities. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the way that Bostrom puts it, right? That yeah. if you can imagine that something like that is inevitable and, you know, and you can talk about while well, the evolution of, you know, video games or what have you, if that, if that is inevitable, whether, you know, on our planet or on right. some other, you know, as soon as they create one, um, as soon as they create the second one, there will be more fake universes than real ones. Right. So statistically, we're in one of the fake ones. Right. So then I mean, his, his paper is a heck of a lot more sophisticated than that. And the yeah. math is well beyond my understanding. Yeah. <laughs> but you just got to defer you know, to the experts at that point. You're like, well, let me look into these numbers. I'm not going to be well, doing I, that. I, I, I defer to the fact that people smarter than me take it seriously and then move on. So two things. D did it change your opinion about this subject? And second question is, does it matter? Does any of that, like, does it matter? Should we really yeah. worry about this? Or not that you need to worry about it, but, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, well, the second one, I think, is more where I've landed, you know, that – you know, unless you're somebody working at the bleeding edge of physics and you think that you're going to break us out of the matrix, in other respects, everything else just kind of continues on the same. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. I mean, we talked about it the other day with the guys because we both kind of, we all kind of had different thoughts on it and like whether they believe it or not believe it and whether it matters or not. And the thing, the two things that I, that I kind of like sat with me with the movie is as I watched my daughter playing like Minecraft and playing Roblox. And her growing, like the way she's going to grow up is like much more of her life is going to be in a simulation of some kind. Um, and so much of the way we communicate with people is generally simulated and there's avatars for things. And so I think the I we're actually without like deciding to or whether we acknowledge it is um, is it just is a fact that that we're leading more and more of our life in a virtual world. Um, well, even this conversation, right? You know, I'm seeing you as a tiny little cartoon on my on my iPad, right? Um, but interacting with you, assuming that that cartoon is linked somehow through electronic magic to a real person out there someplace. Yeah. And then the other thing is that it does it does seem to be an answer for and maybe even a replacement for religion for a lot of people. It does provide uh, some kind of meaning, some kind of understanding of why they're here or, you know what I mean? Like, and, and then religion itself. I love somebody said in the movie that like the, the concept of the afterlife is sort of the ultimate idea of that. This is a simulation. Like real life is apparently when you die and go, go to wherever you're supposed to go. And that this was some kind of simulated, you know, you're living in a, yeah. in a vessel of some kind. 
Yeah, well, there's that, that amazing Im- there's that amazing image from Albert Brooks's Defending Your Life, yeah, where he has to like rewatch like playground taunts and stuff on a, in in a screening room, yeah, you know, and you know, I play uh, you know like Rocket League with my son, and after every goal, you get that same kind of instant replay. Though you know, God knows there are many moments from my life that I would be um, absolutely horrified to have to watch in a screening room yeah. <laughs> with, a, with 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 a couple of with a couple of angels taking right. notes. Doug, your question now. I turn to I turn to the guys for their questions. Okay, my question is: it must be all, respectful. Uh, I thought the movie was awesome, and um, just it was a cool ride and a cool trip. But like, there's a couple interviews where the the people are animated as like avatars like hyper realistic instagram filters if there's an easy way to explain it but i'm just curious did those people not want their faces shown or how did that come about the way you animated those interviews you know i mean that was my idea before we even landed on who we were going to talk to it was i mean the way tim was talking about you know kids interacting with each other in animal crossing or roblox of sort of trying to visualize that kind of technological distance of, you know, speaking to people through, through these screens. And then it also, you know, had the nice sort of side effect that we could take those same animated characters and put them into, you know, those dramatic reenactments and not, you know, have to fit an actor with the right kind of a fake mustache to uh, look a little bit like the people that we talked to. Yeah. So they didn't insist that they didn't want their faces shown or something. One of them wanted to be anonymous, but that wasn't the reason. We, that that was a path we oh, had okay. decided to go on before. It's much more fun to look at like that, I think. Than yeah, know, well, because the calls are are fairly lo-fi, you know, ugly Skype calls. Yeah. And I kind of decided to let go and let God, and with as far as whatever background we happen to be, they they, they happen to be um, calling in from, and forcing the animators to put their the, the characters into you know these um, you know whatever the mundane space photographed by a iPad under a under a low wattage blinking light. I I didn't realize how much Philip K Dick really bought into this idea. That that part of the movie is very surprising. Yeah, well I mean he had that experience in um 74, right? Yeah. The Vallis exper- experience which you know kind of convinced him that all the books that he had written before were actually Nonfiction. There are true histories, um, yeah, of an, yeah, of an and, alternate universe. So then that blew my mind when we were when I was talking to Chris Ware, you know, the cartoonist, you know, who said that like he wrote this story about a character who meets his estranged dad, you know, only as an adult, and then the dad dies. And then as he was finishing the story, he met his dad for the first time as an adult, and then his dad died. Yeah, <laughs> and the idea of people <laughs> writing fictions that then come true afterwards is a is a very tripped out one yeah i mean listen i mean coincidences do happen it feels a little like you know you can like the well, the day after i read that or the day after i watched that movie it was my birthday and i went out we we're at dinner at this hotel or at, at a friend's house and i came up the elevator to my room and i was on the sixth floor and i got off and right there to the right, we're not in a lobby because it's just the the sixth floor of this hotel. A gathering of people had gathered for somebody else's birthday, and they had a big uh-huh. birthday thing going. And I was I was like, "Oh, it's my birthday too!" And that was freaky for them because I don't know when do you run into somebody 
that's having a birthday party on your birthday on a random hotel room. But I certainly don't didn't think that somebody had programmed that to happen. Tim, was that room number two thirty seven? It was room that would have been <laughs> that would have been a sign. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I mean, coincidences happen often enough that they made up a word for them. Coincidence. <laughs> it's a great word. Um, well, Rodney, thanks for doing this, and uh, I just think you're such a fun guy to watch when you come out with stuff because it's always going to be weird and unsettling and makes you think about stuff. Well, thanks. Thanks a lot, Tim. I'm a fan of your. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of your stuff too, man. Make a documentary about me next. That's why I tell all the people that come in, all the documentaries. <laughs> All the people that make documentaries, that's what I say. So, yeah, make one about me. Why not? You know? <laughs> I mean, make it be a positive thing, not one of these. Tim, it's too soon. You got to let your right. body of work keep growing. All right. So stick around for a while. Make something like when I'm in my 50s or 60s. And I think it'll win a lot of awards. You could do Tim documentary part one and then it's a, it's a decade uh, part two. You know? Oh, we could do like a, a seven up kind of thing. That's well. We should have started right. a long time ago. <laughs> All right, Rodney. Take care, man. Um, thanks for right calling on. in. Good to talk to you guys. All right, see you. Sure. Ya. Thanks. Bye. Tim Heidecker, forty-five up, and then in forty-five more uh -huh. years, we do the next one. Too. That guy died. The guy that made the Seven Up series died. Well, I mean, but I'm saying who, who I'm not surprised. He had to like be that. like really old at that point. What are those no. people are going to do now? Because those kids are old already. They got no ending. Um, let's take a caller. They got no ending. Zoomster. All right. I was looking at. Also, I go ahead. Bring somebody in. Then I must talk about my ba my bo my baby boy bo Bruce Springsteen. My Dugan. baby Dugan. Can you talk? Hello, Dugan. <laughs> oh, yeah, my name's Dugan. I got a potential replacement for Gray Nine over here. Rob. Where's Dugan? Oh man! Oh boy! Hi, this, looks, this looks dangerous. Oh shit! We're gonna watch. We're gonna watch a vehicular manslaughter here. <laughs> ah! <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Want to see that airbag pop? <laughs> uh, also, we have somebody mapped by the way. The glitch, who's in in a VR right now. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, we'll that. check back with Dugan. He's okay. having sound problems. Yeah, All right. Let's go to the glitch. The glitch is with us. Can you in... unmute with your glitch me? glasses? Glitch. Oh, there he is. Hello. Are you watching wow. us in uh, VR? I am. How's that? Yeah. How's that experience? It's fucking real. I mean, we're not broadcasting in VR, so is it just the YouTube? It's just no, the, I'm like what? I'm kind of walking around a room and get a little. That's so weird. <laughs> the screws on the bottom no, look no. like his eyeballs. Is stressing me yeah. out. No, I know I'm they watching, should put. I am watching on a screen. Why don't they make wow. little googly eyes for your the front yeah. of those things so that you look? Yeah, it's like you. <laughs> You look, and they kind of blink. And I know, makes yeah, us feel not? comfortable yeah. to look at. Right. <laughs> They're gonna do that. I'm telling you, you know what's gonna be funny? Oh, and it's fucked up. Oh, I'm having a fucked up moment right now. In ten, in what? Ten years? <laughs> fucking five years? Twenty years? Whatever. That thing that he's wearing is going to look so stupid, but they're going to have another version of that like you will barely see. Mm -hmm. There'll be like these little, like contact little things lenses. you wear. Yeah. yeah. You'll be like, you, you should see what the VR goggles looked like in 2020, man. <laughs> hey, it looks it's so scary. stupid. But now, now you don't even, I forget I'm wearing mine. Have you tried them? You've tried this before? Yeah. Are you kidding? It's, it's freaky. You didn't see a whole season of On Cinema we did VR. But um, <laughs> I saw it. 
I did one. My cousin, no, my uh, brother-in-law had a, like he was an early adopter of the VR world, and he had he had a setup in his room with all the cameras so that or one, all those like sensors and stuff so it like used the whole room, and he had this game or an experience that was like a moonwalk, no, like a spacewalk thing where you can you like start and you're you you climb out of a capsule and then you're like have to walk across this thing this uh like pole in the in in space dude i i was on the ground like i couldn't it was so uh i mean for a guy that has fear of heights it felt like i just wanted to crawl into a fetal position what's hey, the longest what's the longest you've ever guys. worn those that doesn't matter no vic wants to know what's the longest you've ever worn those goggles not an hour. Oh, okay, that's fine. What do you keep looking down at? What's down there? <laughs> yeah. I'm switching my background. Are you taking a whiz in space or what? <laughs> oh, I'm switching my background out, trying to get some trippy shit. Hey, can you guys drop the shit out of me with those sound effects? Yeah, hit them hard. Hit them hard while I get some, some more Joe. Hit them hard, guys. Okay, thank you. You get to it. You get your fix, man. A little bit, a little bit. Wait, hey, did you notice um, there's some there's some weird stuff going on here with um, <laughs> glitches? Where's your audio coming in? Is it just through your speakers, or you got headset headphones in? Uh, through my Zoom. Oh boy. All right. Goodbye. Now everybody's asking me two things. What do you think about your boy Bruce Springsteen doing commercial? What do you think about your boy Bruce Springsteen doing? Well, let me tell you, we sat here, that came on. We had the sound off. I said, don't worry. Don't worry. This is going to be for like some charity, some veterans group or, you know, something, something uh, non-commercial. And then there it was at the end, the Jeep. And I said, fucking A, Bruce, come on, man. A letdown. A little bit of a letdown. I did. The content apparently was a little iffy because it was kind of like we're all one we have to unite and forgive our our nazi uh cohabitants and but then i read more about it and i said well the guy's trying to it's kind of sounded like it took a long time it was a long discussion about the content of it and what it was for i still think like i i hate um kind of dinging people for making that decision because Almost everybody has. I mean, everybody has done something for money that you feel like, eh, it's kind of iffy. I don't need this, but it seems like it's okay. And you just, you know, that ship has sailed for like almost everybody. I heard they got him for Jeep. They got him for Jeep. (laughs) (laughs) So whatever. He did that. Now, here's where I think he's been. Then we find the news the other day that he gets this DUI. Oh, he gets the DUI. <laughs> and we look into the DOI. Do you guys see this story this morning that the details... That's enough. Can we cut you off? <laughs> the detail... <laughs> Do it again. I'll show you a funny... So the details of the... 
Wait, you gotta do it again. Uh, Many people have seen this, but the details are Bruce is out there on his hog. (laughs) (laughs) Patty, Patty, if little Stevie calls, tell him I'm out riding around on my motorcycle. I gotta find the heartland. (laughs) I'm not gonna wear my helmet. Kidding me. All right, Bruce, says Patty. Be home for supper now. All right, Bruce. Be careful. Whatever you say, boss. Stevie calls, hey, you Patty, is Bruce there? <laughs> no, he's on his motorcycle. All right, well, tell him I called. <laughs> what story is this? Who is this, Sil? I mean, uh, little Stevie? He's just going for a joyride? I'm going for a joyride. <laughs> it's freezing out, but I got to get out. I got to I gotta go through the wetlands of New Jersey. <laughs> got to go to Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook, that's the name of that, but it's not the place where that horrible shooting happened. That's just the name. It's Sandy Hook, New Jersey. I'm going to ride around on federal land. It's a federal park. It's a national park. It's a great place for riding my motorcycle. I wonder if he's wearing a helmet. My Mitsubishi. <laughs> my Kawasaki. What's he got? A, I got a Kawasaki motorcycle. I hope he's riding a hog because he's got to be born in the thing. USA, not yeah. some of these. Uh... It's a BMW motorcycle. <laughs> it's my Maserati motorcycle. Anyway. So anyways... He's zoom zooming around, vroom on his motorcycle, and some fans. He runs into some fans somehow. I don't know how that happens. He's like, He's like Hey, do you like my music? Do you check out my latest? You ever check out Devils and Dust? How about the Seeger sessions? People don't like Seeger sessions. Anyways, these fans flag him down. Bruss! He goes, they go, man, can we get a picture with you? He's like, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take selfies with anybody. I don't give a shit. I just got to get out of Patty Ski Alpha's way while she's cooking for a couple hours. She's trying to put background vocals on everything I do these days. She's coming in. With, she's wearing those gloves without fingers. <laughs> I said, Patty, let me sing this one. Let's little Stevie come in on the top on the third. I don't need no lady voice on this song. That's the wife. She wants to be on every one of my songs now. Anyways. <laughs> so I get this picture and they offer me, they offer Bruce a shot of tequila. I'm not going to say no. How am I going to say no to my fans? That's out of respect I take that shot. So he takes a shot of tequila. Now Matt has an issue because it's COVID and whatever. But bro, boss ain't no snowflake. <laughs> takes that. He takes that. Uh, Quattro. No, what's it called? Patron. Patron. Bing! Shots it back. 70-year-old guy taking shots. Apparently he said it was motorbike. two. Said he was took it two. A, what? Was it a, I'm going to get another one. No, Dan Aykroyd's skull brand? Oh, that would be it. Or is that vodka? <laughs> that's, that's vodka. Uh, the article vodka, said right. one shot. Yeah, one shot. What are you getting? You're, you're talking about 41 shots. His song. No, about Springsteen told the officer he had consumed two shots of tequila in the past 20 minutes, so maybe... He, Oh, I'm getting another one of those. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One for the road. I'm going to get one for the road. (laughs) Meanwhile, it's State Trooper, fucking State Trooper, sitting there watching the whole thing go down. He's thinking, I'm getting Bruce back for all that anti-cop shit, all that Biden talk he was doing. Probably some MAGA cop. Blue Lives Matter. He was in a national park, too. What? He was in a national park. He was in a national. He was, yeah. 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 State Trooper. He's always singing about State Troopers. (laughs) State Trooper went over the county line. 
Anyways, the cop pulls him over. He goes, I saw you, boss. <laughs> hey, Bruce, I saw you. You took shots of tequila. Don't say you didn't now. I saw you. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to get on my motorcycle and get home to Patty. You pull over. That's reckless, Bruce. You're not allowed to drink on federal lands. You know that, boss. <laughs> now, do I need to call Max? Come and get you out of here. <laughs> you can't call Gary Frederiki. He died of cancer. You're not gonna get the big man to get you. You're not gonna get the big man to get you out of this fix. He passed on too. According to the cop, he, he was asked to take 18 steps, but the boss took 45. He just went above and beyond. I'll do as many oh, steps as you want. To give a tribute to Trump. I think I'm so. Walk oh, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. I'm going to walk all the way to California. <laughs> I'll show you how. I could, I could do 20. I could do 41 shots of tequila, just I, like my song. That's about a good the, way to get Abdul, out of. Abdul, what's his name? Uh, yeah. got shot by the cops in New York. Tim, it's a good way to get out of a DUI is they take it. You just keep walking until you're out of their jurisdiction. Just walk off the Then you're just property. like, I'm out. <laughs> Look at me. See you, Sanders. <laughs> Anyways. Stop. But- I'm going to keep walking. <laughs> How am I doing? <laughs> here's my thing, though. Here's, what, here's the, the brilliance of Bruce. He goes to Patty. He goes, I'm going to go out. I'm going to get myself a DUI. <laughs> that way. And we're going to keep it real secret now. I'll keep it real quiet. Oh, this it's is all him. planned. This is him. He's in the studio. <laughs> all right, Bruce, that's a good take. All right, keep keep things uh, keep the mic on. I'm gonna tell Patty something. She's in the mixing room. Patty, I'm gonna do this. Uh, I'm gonna go on my motorcycle. Gonna get, get myself a DUI. I got some fans. Gonna set it up. We're gonna get it think nice and easy. We're gonna make it look like I'm drinking, but blood alcohol level is gonna come down way under the limit. Here's the deal. Then we're gonna go out and do that Jeep commercial. See, boy, ain't gonna tell nobody about that DUI. Then once that shit airs, we're going to put the news out about the DUI. <laughs> and Jeep's going to have to pull that ad. See, I get paid. No one sees the damn ad. goes away. That's a beautiful plan, Bruce. I like it. Did you mention that this happened months ago? Yeah, yeah it happened in November. November. Here's what you're going to do. Don't tell nobody about this. <laughs> tell after that damn Super Bowl commercial airs. We take that money, cash the check. Then they have to pull the damn ad. They only show it once. <laughs> it's in the contract. If I get a DUI, I still keep the cash. <laughs> the video goes down. Anyways, I was on. I wasn't in no Jeep. I was on my motorcycle. Anyways, I love the boss. He can do. I don't care if that kid's if boss is slaughtering children. <laughs> let, let him slaughter. <laughs> Done enough good deeds, farm aid, whatever. I want that drop now. Let him slaughter. <laughs> Let him slaughter. Anyways, I I think he's a uh, he's just done so many good things, and he's just lived such a uh, admirable life. Like in my he's opinion. done so much good that it's fine. Whatever he wants yeah. to write out on. I just don't want him to be. I don't want this to stain his legacy. The pounding. Any thoughts on that, folks? Well. We could see what Nick Thune has to Nick say. Nick can wait. That. I want to hear from my crowd. Okay. Nick can sit. <laughs> Trust me. I'm not... Make me we can hang. Sorry, Nick. If he wants to come in and talk about Bruce, he can. I don't care. <laughs> but I do want to get another most handsome nomination Sounds like here. a dope band. All right. I'm looking. I was all set with... Oh, we got Matt. Matt Colby with funny glasses. You know what's here. funny? This guy, Alex Van Horn in the Zoom, looks like Nick Thune. <laughs> 
Oh, all right. Let's bring, Let's him, bring in. him in. Let's have a little bit. This is going to piss off Nick. <laughs> Nick uh, my guest is Nick Thune. Now go to Alex. It's Nick. I don't know. Who- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hey, Nick. I see it. How's it going, Hello. buddy? Oh, you know, just uh, thooning around. <laughs> yeah, you got a new movie coming out? Oh, yeah. The uh, Thune oh. 2. What's it called? Thune 2. Thune 2. Thune 2. Well, this isn't going to work. I see Nick in the Zoom. It's not going to work if Nick's not wearing his gla- his patented glasses. Come on, Nick. Oh, now the other guy's <laughs> taking the glasses off. <laughs> Come on. Everybody put your glasses on, the glasses you're known for, so I don't look like an idiot. <laughs> Nick, come on. Help me out here. He doesn't have them. He doesn't, he's confused. Yeah, but, All right. But forget it. Let's bring Nick in here. He's Nick, waited too long. Muted? What's going on? Are you there? Nick, the real Nick Thune. I'm here, Tim. I'm here, Doug. What's oh, up, Nick? now that's a Nick Thune. Vic. <laughs> now that's a Nick Thune. That other guy's trash compared to you. I mean, that guy was a great. I mean, he got the name of the movie right. Has he done any stand-in work for you? <laughs> uh, you know what? It's hard to tell. I never actually make uh, you know see those people because you know the the thing is online. It says I'm six eight, so they bring in people that are six eight, and then they realize <laughs> that I'm not that tall. You're not, and then six, I eight. end up doing all my own stand-up. What are you six stand-in six stuff. three maybe? Yeah, six maybe. Um, what's your take on this Bruce story? You're a Bruce Springsteen I mean, guy. I, uh, I, I, I think your take is right on. I think, you know, him with his fans having a couple shots. I, I don't want it to turn his legacy down. I, you know, I mean, already I was thinking about him and Jerry Maguire, you know, and he's, um, see in that movie. Just, yeah. He's just kind of playing the guitar and he's talking to, Secret you know, Garden. he's like playing, he's like playing a Stratocaster and he's, he's like joking around and playing licks. You really? remember that? No. Yeah. Let's bring that up. Mm-hmm. Bring that clip up. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. Um, I don't know, man. I just think oh, is that high fidelity? Oh yeah, that's high fidelity. It's hard to be the boss in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a music head. <laughs> There's a lot of music keep, out there right now. Keep going. Oh man, music is just going. <laughs> how's your um, people are putting it out? How's your quarantine going? Uh, it's, it's good. I'm in, I'm in, uh, Canada right now. Quarantining. What? Yeah. What are you shooting something up there? Um, if the quarantine goes well, this is a trial period. What do you mean? But yeah, I, I'm on day 14 of it right now. 14 of 14. Mm. Of the isolation. Yep. And then you mm-hmm. go into, then you're shooting. So you are shooting something up there. Yeah. Yeah. What can you, what is it? You can't tell. <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> new Ju- yeah. new, the new Judd Apatow movie now? You're up there? Yeah, you, it's the new. You didn't leave that room a, in 14 days? Come on, can I just... I'm Nick doesn't middle. care if I jump in. Uh, uh, uh. I, yeah. No, <laughs> I haven't. I, I, I have not walked out past... I'm not staying in a hotel, though, so that's nice. Is no. Judd Apatow's, like... I'm My focus is now on Nick Thune. I'm mm-hmm. focused on... I've put energy towards Pete Holmes for a long time, for many years. I've already lost his focus. He put he put focus on me like 14 years ago, and I I messed it up. He, well, maybe on, he's, uh, he's come around again. And then he's like, okay, he, he bled out Pete Holmes. He used <laughs> every piece of Pete Holmes, all the bones and blood and. T- 
tendons. <laughs> now he's on to, now he's going to pillage he's going to pillage uh, Pete Davidson. <laughs> and he's already down to the scraps there. And now he's got eyes on Nick Thune. He is, uh, <laughs> full circle. Slip. Army hammer time. He's got his picture up. He's like, you know what? I, sh- I fucked it up with Nick Thune. I should go back to that. I think there's still some meat on that bone. <laughs> I like the idea that he's the one that fucked it up. I think that's good. Did you fuck it up? Is there a thing there? Is there a story there? No, I mean, I just didn't. I didn't perform. I was in Knocked Up and they cut it. Oh, were you in Funny yeah. People? No. Come on, man. You could have been I in that movie. Been. You should cut yourself into that movie. <laughs> <laughs> just start cutting myself into all of that movie. Well, that one would be easy because there's so much stand-up footage. You just like take a clip of you doing stand-up and just edit it into the movie and start putting it out on online. Yeah. Replace the file. That's a great idea. <laughs> Get some hackers to replace the file on the streamers. Wasn't that Brody? What Brody was famously saying he was cut out of funny people, right? Brody Stevens. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Brody. He he was cut out of a lot of movies, I think. <laughs> um, well, Nick, what you you're not shooting the movie that you're promoting? That would be a confusing. No situation. I mean, I'm, prom- I'm promoting it to the to the production crew, <laughs> letting everybody know your the call times tomorrow. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I'm promoting a movie. Uh, it's called Right um, the Right One. The Right One, the Donald Trump story. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're you're working with uh, what's that guy's name? Dinesh D'Souza. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> and this is all. <laughs> this is the three days leading up to him deciding to run for president. Yeah, you're one of his advisors. What if they cast mm-hmm. you as like uh, Corey Lewandowski, and you're just but you're you're basically like this cool hipster guy's beard, still beard. Everybody around him are these cool people, and they're like. Everything else about it is kind of accurate, except all the people around him don't look like those people at all. He was trying to get Trump Tower in Brooklyn. There was, you know, wasn't working. And Jeff Garland is playing Donald Trump, which is going to be interesting. <laughs> That'll be really good. Yeah. His, I mean, with his improv skills. Yeah. I don't know. I, I hope I don't. I hope it doesn't come across that I'm jabbing on Nick here. I just that's not. Thank the you, idea. fellas. We're having. We're just having we're having fun here. I'm just jabbing, jabbing. Just protest is your ass. Jabbing Thank around, you, jumping. I don't know who. I don't know. I mean, is it coming across okay to Vic over there? Vic it sounds all right. I, th- I mean, uh, do you're you're getting a little. Am I getting chippy? You're veering towards negativity. I think. <laughs> just what? trying to keep it keep it a little positive. I like that the right one is this movie. What's the what's the movie really about? Well, the movie is about a guy um, and it's, a, you know, he's just kind of making it through life. And um, really, in the end, he, he kind of figures everything out and he's, he's good to go. Spoiler. Are you, the, are, you wow. the, <laughs> are you the star of this movie? <laughs> yes. No, I mean, me and uh, Cleopatra Coleman are the stars of it. Yeah. Cleopatra who? Cleopatra. Coleman. Why? <laughs> is she Dabney Coleman's daughter? I don't know. Let's ask her. <laughs> what if Dabney Coleman was like, I'm going to name my daughter Cleopatra. Fuck it. <laughs> who? who? A terrible question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Now. Calm down. <laughs> We've got a game ready for you. Are you ready to play a, a game? Oh, yeah. Because you're a music yeah. fan. I, I mean, I, I am a fan, yeah. Exactly what you got to do. Oh. You got to name that <laughs> 
This is Name That Thune. Exactly what you gotta do. You gotta name that Thune. Wrote that and recorded it this morning. Mm. Right here. It'll be probably the first track on Slaps, Bops, and Bangers Volume 2. You're, you're, um, you're so prolific is what I, what I admire about you. Thank you. Um, I make the time to do this show every week. I put all my other projects aside. So you got to wait. Wait for me to clear out this morning. All right. So, Matt, we haven't discussed at all how this game works. Um, these are all you songs. you got to run it, right? Or am I running it? I'll run it. We, the question to you, Nick, is you've got to name this Thune, and these are songs that start with T-U-T-H-U. T-H-U-N. T-H-U-N. All these songs. <laughs> Titles. <clears throat> I'm great. I'm <laughs> Here's how I told I'm Matt gonna... this is going to go. Starts up very easy and then gets very hard. Uh-huh. It'll be just obvious and then impossible. So enjoy Dark it. Brooks and then, yeah. <laughs> you blew the gag, Tim. Here's the first one. <laughs> Wait, who's playing it? I thought you were. I don't have it up. Oh, you don't? No. Oh. Is it, is I just it, said, are you running? Oh, I thought I'm hosting. Is he playing against a Zoomer or something? Or? You want sure. me to play the song? Let's play against a Zoomer. I mean, I don't have it anywhere near in my, I don't have it in my oh, notes or anywhere. I'm sorry. Do you want to play against somebody? Maybe play against um, fake Nick Yeah, Thune. fake Nick. Fake oh, that'd be great. That'd be awesome, right? <laughs> <laughs> what was his name again? Oh, hold on. Nick. Let me check my notes. <laughs> Alex, was it Alex? Sorry. How about there Kate? There he is in the middle there. <clears throat> Who? Kate? You want Kate? Yeah. Well, can you? Can you... I, there's only so many Nicks I could look at at okay. once. Kate, are you there? Point. Hi. I was literally just typing that I'll for sure lose, so okay. it'll make well, Nick look really good. I don't know if that's what you want, but... Sure. No, they're trying to tear me down here. I probably want to get Okay. All right, you ready? I'll help Nick, because I know all the answers. <laughs> Okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, first one, easy one. That's enough. Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Nick gets a point. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. How, are we just supposed to answer, or what's the... Yeah, you got it. Shout it out. Shout it out. Okay. Shout. And Caitlin, did you know that? Uh, no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Don't worry about her. <laughs> I'm just here to make you look good, so... But if anybody okay. in the chat wants to help me out... There you go. Chatters, chat away. All right. All right, number two. Number two. Mm-hmm. Thunder Road. That's Thunder Road. Oh, right? wait, Kate. Oh, Kate. Whoa. Kate, Kate got, got that. It. Kate came in. Tied. All right. All right, number three. Um, <laughs> Thunder Kiss. I mean, I know that song. Wait. Is it Kate? Kate, Kate got, got it. it. It's not the complete name. What did she say? She got half. Thunder, Thunder Kiss, Kiss 956 or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. 65. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I think Kate's getting help in the chat. Is that true, Kate? Oh, she is. Maybe. Hey, don't help her. No, don't but cheat. I I have, right. I've sanctioned that, so. <clears throat> okay. I prefer cheating. All right, now it's getting hard. <laughs> okay. So basically, it's Nick against the chat room. Yeah. Oh. This sounds like it's like a Walter Mitty soundtrack. <laughs> Keep it going. Uh, Thunderclouds? Is that the name of that yeah. song? Yeah! Wow. Oh. No. <laughs> no. What? 
Is it? No, it's rum. Oh, it's rum. It's Angele Lafoon. But that doesn't oh. start with. That doesn't start with. Uh, the... <laughs> Forget that one. Throw that one out. That one doesn't count. <laughs> it's a good one. It's called Lafoon. All, all right, another sake. Yeah. <laughs> Mastodon? What's that? Oh, is it Blood and Thunder? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Has Nick found the chat too? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm acting like I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a here's a good one. Can you pump it up? It's pretty bit? amazing that anybody knows any of this. No. Unless I mean, somebody's... Best... Li- Go ahead, Nick. I should have my, like, what's that app that Yeah, you I was going to say, you get Shazam going and you're home free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thunder sounds for sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Oh, that was wow. it. That was this was a this was like a trick one. It's uh-huh. Sleepy John Thunder and Rain Sounds Part Fifty. Oh, How do you right. keep finding these oh. things that are not doesn't begin with Thun? I should say it has Thun, T H U N in the name. There's a of the word title. in it that begins with that. Yeah. That's rotten. I my let me explain my concept for this game, which I think would have been stronger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Name that Thun, and you play a song by a band whose name starts with T H. Mm. Okay. I agree. <laughs> so, for example, There's a lot of options there. Exactly, Nick. Okay. Hey, Jude. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, Thune. Hey, Jude. What band is that? The, that's well, is that is that the Beatles or yes, is that that's um, the Beatles? Th. I was gonna say Paul McCartney. What about last um, tra- Vic? Last train to Clarksville, and I'm leaving at the station. Uh, the monkeys. Monkeys. Yeah, the monkeys. Oh, the monkeys. The monkeys. Mm, I get high. <laughs> so, have you gone nuts up there in your isolation? There was there was one day that things got a little, you know, I don't Harry. know what happened that day. Yeah, yeah. What do you like? Give me like uh, halfway through. What what are you doing throughout the day? I'm mostly. Um, Mostly trying to not watch TV all the time. Yeah. And um, like I asked, you know, Steve Agee, he's, he did it. And I asked him what he did. And he said, smoked weed and played video games, which are two things I don't do. Right. So yeah, that, you I know, do that. that really took that out. Yeah. Now that you've outed Steve Agee, um, <laughs> I mean, does he know that you, does he want you talking about his drug use? Have you talked to him about that? I think he's pretty that? open about it, yeah. <laughs> um, do you uh, play music? Well, you've got you have your guitar yeah, up there. I've got my guitar here. Are you um, a fing- are you, let me ask you, are you a finger picker with the guitar? Yeah. You can, are you using more than, are you using more than, how many fingers are you using on your finger picking? Uh, I can do three, but a lot of the times I just do this. The chick- is, what's that kind called, chicken like, picking or whatever? Is that- uh, Travis picking. Travis picking. Yeah. I want to get better and better at that. You ever use the thumb pick? No, I, I have one and I want to. I mean, I I think like the best, I think like Kurt Vile is like the best finger picker, the way that he does it. Because a lot of times he just seems like he's doing these two fingers. But, yeah. it's, but he's got a nice you know, roll. They call that a roll, right? A roll. Yeah. 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 Tom Van Zandt had a nice roll to him. We too. should get together and just work on our finger picking. 
That'd be great. I have, I have done that a little bit on YouTube, you know, just pulling up a video, doing some practices. You know what I did this morning? My daughter loves that uh, song um, by, what's her name? Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> Billie Eilish. And we figured it out on the keyboard how to play it. So I taught my daughter how to play that lick. It comes in handy. She probably thinks that's pretty cool. <laughs> she does. I'm like Dylan. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think I do too. <laughs> Vic, any questions for Nick Thune? I know you've. You said this morning you had a lot to talk to him. I had about. a lot to talk about. No, I, I, did I really say <laughs> yeah. that? Do you do you like ever grow your thumbnail real long? <laughs> you grow to, your thumb. You're not your thumb. The thumbnail to, to pluck your uh, guitar is that a, instead of using. Oh a, yeah, that's always there, a little gross to me. Sometimes I'll clip my left hand and keep my right hand for a couple extra days because it sounds better. I know. Uh, I got to uh-huh. stop biting my nails. Ugh. What? And you get pinworms biting your nails. I get pinworms. You, you, know you know what pinworms are? No, tell me. They're like little like eggs and worms that live under your like you get in the get when you're digging in the dirt, they get under your nails. What am I digging in the dirt? Well, anything. <laughs> you could be anywhere. You'd be out getting a haircut. It's mostly or something. poop, then, isn't it? Yeah, and then but then it, it grows in your intestines and then so? you gotta then it's like <laughs> they live in your butthole. <laughs> Look them up. Tim's looking for a downside. Yeah, yeah they live in your butthole. And All you right. gotta, so Wait, just so, so you're know, digging in the dirt, next thing not, you know you got worms in your butthole. Yeah, do not first do of not all, bite your nails. That should be the number one thing. Do not bite your nails. I'm Sick. not digging in the dirt, so there's no worries there. <laughs> but you go any, what anywhere. What am I digging in the dirt looking for worms to fish with? I don't know. Just you Who's never digging know. In the dirt, you never know. Oh, did, I'm a 45 year old man. I'm not digging in the dirt you could with touch my a bare door hands. Or, or something. I don't know. I just like. I just do not recommend biting nails. Just, it's all right. I like uh, biting mine. Gonna, them if you got an itchy butt, decades. From, oh, that's fine. And I got no worms in my butthole. You all bite right. your nails. All right. I I I live them off. I never Me trim too. them. I live right. them away. So much oh, I in there. I, I clip them off. If yeah. you if you bite them it's enough off. and you the you you actually chew up the the pinworms, <laughs> you eat the pinworms, you get, you get a little protein out of that. Yeah. Uh, Living your nails off is is a good way to do it. Have you, you moved bowels yet today, Nick? <laughs> I have not cleared them, but I do at this house that I'm in have a bidet. Wow. Which you ever is accidentally nice. shit in the bidet? <laughs> <laughs> it's in the same. To- it's in the toilet. Oh, it's connected. It's okay. Yeah. Are yeah. You, so I have a few times. Are you allowed to leave during this? Like, like, can you go to the grocery store? Do you have to have somebody do it for you? Do you have to like delivery? Yeah. Actually, Canada calls you a couple times a week to just say like, do you need groceries? Wait, really? Like, is this um, a yeah. film? Wow. Film or is this a TV show or a film? A film. I have a question. Are you on? Do you have like an ankle bracelet, or do you, are you under surveillance? Are there's like black vans outside, making sure you don't leave the house, or what? Um, I don't have a I don't have a Canada um, sanctioned ankle bracelet, but I do have an ankle bracelet. Audition um, or uh, called up? Uh, called up. I'm up here to audition. Audition. Yeah, yeah. First audition. Wow. I can't. I sometimes do these auditions and they're so bad, especially this home one. The, well, actually, oh, they're a little God. better when they're from home. But when I got to go in there, it's I'm a wreck. I'm like a, I can't get, it's like a, the, if you see some of these audition tapes of me, that's the real, that's the real shit. That's the shit that I, I remember. I remember one time we auditioned for like a, a voiceover and you went in before me and you like, you had your iPad with you and you were <laughs> using the iPad to go through your 
script. Yeah. I was like, can you, you can do that. Why would, but why would we be auditioning for a voiceover that you have to go in? What was it for? Yeah, it was for something. It was some, something created by the family guy people, or I don't know. Oh, uh, it was like Jeep. A, a cartoon. Yeah. What, you don't know what I sound like? Just hire me or not. <laughs> Come in and read your thing. Um, the, right. the ease of taking your iPad in, though, is, is that's a good move. I look pretty professional. <laughs> and then I watch, like on the other side as a director, I watch auditions and I'm like, it's the worst. People, some do you people do have, anything. What's that? Do you do anything to make them comfortable off the things that you know make you uncomfortable? Yes, I'm very kind and patient with people. Like, I don't yell at anybody. You sit there with your arms crossed, looking at them, like <laughs> sunglasses them. Do it again. Again, but floor. much quicker. Much quicker. <laughs> I just am like, there's parts of me where I'm like, I'm really good at this kind of stuff. I'm a really good actor. I can do this. I can perform. I can be in front of people. And then like, you put in front of, give me a script to remember. I can't remember any of it. Mm-hmm. I can't remember one damn line. Anybody ever. And I did it. My, I did one the other day with my wife. She's like, you know, she's off camera. Give me the lines. And I could see this look of pity and just, and like, it, like, you know, no, you're not going to get this one. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. You know, we should do it. Why not? But. I don't know. The yeah, actor's whenever you life. read with somebody that's not an actor, you're like, hey, I'm just I'm not really giving it everything here, even though you really are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the day. That's the other thing. It's so yeah. unnatural to be in an audition. It's like it's not what it uh, is. You're not in wardrobe and you're not in the place. It's like it's so phony. We should just stop. Let's just stop it. Let's stop making movies and TV shows and, and just do ch- do podcasts, email and I mean, do you find it easier when you write it that you don't have to remember the line? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't, yeah. I audition for all the on-cinema stuff every season. I have to go in and (laughs) prove myself. Microphone. You should do rewrites on the auditions you go in for. (laughs) I know. I would like, this is not very, also, there's so many things that are just poorly written, and you're just like, oh, this is not, this isn't natural, and. I don't know. I'm happy for you, though, that you're going in there and nailing these auditions and landing parts and getting flown up to San Francisco or Vancouver or wherever you say you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> it mm-hmm. looks like you're in yeah, some well, old, thanks, old, uh, old widow's mansion or something. Here. It does feel that way. Yeah. It's, it's a five bedroom house in the middle of uh, suburbia somewhere. All right. We believe you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at those outlets back there. Doesn't look Canadian. Want to do me. a tour? <laughs> let's do a quick tour. Let's see your, let's see the yeah. kind of mess you made in that bathroom. No one's there looking. <laughs> oh, you're in the final is... scene from uh, the from 2001. <laughs> that is. <laughs> this is a bathroom. This let's is see that uh, toilet. Yeah. Nice. Wow, look at that. That's great. Oh, almost lost an earbud into the toilet. Oh my um, god. We've that got this over a great here. highlight for the show. You press that oh, and it nice. just really starts going. Squirts hot water up your asshole. But yeah, the, the hot water doesn't work, so it's all cold. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It's like doing a it's like a cold plunge for your asshole. You get the crushed ice bidet. Look at this with the second floor and everything and the chandelier. Oh yeah. Yeah, look at that chandelier. Wow. They they pulled all the yeah. stops for you, Nick. Yeah, Producer they did. said 
I want him living a life of luxury if he's going to be up here coming up to do my uh -huh. make sure he's a five bedrooms for one person. <laughs> yeah, all five. Like what? yeah, I've been sleeping in this one. Yeah, nice. Um, this is the one I've unloaded my bag in. <laughs> you have a changing room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's that. Um, I've taken a phone call or two in this room. You must yeah. be just so excited to talk to people here on this show. This was. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're not on the air yeah, anymore. This... <laughs> this one is just a nice room. I haven't spent much time in here. Oh man, this is so creepy that you just got this. It's got, it's got that desk. Yeah. They should have put you yeah, up at a Wyndham. They should have put you up at a Wyndham hotel. That would have been just fine. You would have been happy. But you stay in a hotel. You stay in a hotel. You can't even go to the lobby. Right. They got a run. They yeah. got a pretty tight ship up there in Canada. I got to say. Yeah. All right, Nick. I got to run. Go back to that weird life you're living. But this is. Last day for him. This though. is the last day. You right? Let's hear it for Nick Thune. All right. Let's clap him out. Did you get, Thanks, te guys. Did you get tested today or tomorrow? Uh, I got tested yesterday, but they just keep you for 14 days. So yeah. All right. All right. Good luck with all that. Send me those test results. Good night, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll screenshot them. All right, buddy. Good to see you in the flesh. Thanks. For yeah, you too. Out. Good to see you, Nick. Thank you. Bye, Nick. Bye, guys. Bye, Nick. Yeah. You should have had, you know, you should have queued up for that. He's my little Saint Nick. Oh, shit. It would have been cute. Christmas. All right, one more call, Matt, and then we really must run things oh, down clever. to the oh, wow. ground. All right, Glenn Gallagher has been waiting patiently. My, what is this, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross? Glenn Gallagher, Glenn Ross? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, what is this? Close <laughs> it. The fuck is this? Glenn Gary, Glenn Gallagher, Always Glenn Ross? Be closing. Always be closing. No, I was just, What's up, fucking mustard I was man? Just, <laughs> top nachos. Like that. Come on. What's this? Top nachos. Yeah, I see top nachos. You got the, uh, you got Elvis on the moon as, um, as Bigfoot. Oh, and the flat earth. As Bigfoot, flat earth. And you got some contrails in there. That's cool. And then it says, uh, then it says melt the truth. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's some there's some there's some joke punk band from uh from Brooklyn over here. My girlfriend works at the venue, so she snagged one for me because she thought they were I, cool. Is I that know. a is that a Pissman's mustard uh, hat hat? Official, you know it. Oh good. Okay. Right on, Hold brothers. on a sec. Do you yeah. have two cameras going, Glenn? Are you also Gil Scott yes. iPhone? Yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm blocking I'm blocking over here on the left and um, wow. over here as well. There's a whole yeah. other show going on on Zoom. <laughs> What's going on, Glenn? Um, not, not much. much. I, I was, was actually calling in. Oh, oh this, this, this is echo. Can you can, can you cancel, cancel my other? I just other wanted Gil to see that other angle. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Um, no, I was calling in. This is a question I've had for you, Tim, for just a little bit now, and uh, I was wondering what you thought the worst regional accent in the United States is. Oh, well, I did see this pop up in the news that I think. This isn't necessarily my opinion, but I believe Philadelphia took the top prize in some poll, right? Is that is that what Re you're referring really? to? No, I, I didn't I didn't I didn't see that in the news, but Pennsylvania is definitely the territory to work with. I think the northeastern Pennsylvania mm -hmm. sort of Scranton Wilkesbury area uh, is the absolute like the absolute bottom of the battle. Philly's pretty Jeez. bad. Philly is pretty bad. I'm not a fan of the sort of Worcester, Boston, what about the Boston South Boston Cap? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. That Boston Cap thing yeah. there. It, uh, they're all the worst. What's the best? Yeah, though? no, but Staten down, Island's down in, pretty bad. Stat, Staten Italy. That's the uh, they call it the Guinea Gangplank. You you leave Brooklyn, you get Bing. to Staten Island on your way to Jersey. 
what's, what's the best? The best regional accent? Maybe um, Maine? Maine is like no accent. There would probably be like the... Or, no, you got that sort of a... Like a... It's a refined North uh, New England kind of little bit of a Boston Harbor kind it's of... It's Boston, little, but it's little like little worse. English. It's like cranked it's up a notch. It's more refined. It's a little well, more I, I pleasing like, on the ear. I like the North Carolina kind of thing because they got the Southern thing going on, but they're mm-hmm. not like... They don't sound it's, dumb like they do way down right, in like a little Louisiana. Well, we'll have to get Fred Armisen on this because he's, of course, done a wonderful long bit where he goes through every state and does the accent pretty effectively. Does the Northwest, the Northwest doesn't have any accent to speak of at all, do they? There's nothing really going on up there. That's what Fred says. Portland is like a no accent. Right. But maybe not. Maybe he's not picking up on it. So I'm at this barber yesterday. Speaking of Fred, I'm at this barber yesterday and I know the guy. I've known him for years. He's my age. You know, and uh, and uh, the, another guy's cutting my hair, but the, this guy runs the place, and he goes to the guy cutting my hair. He goes, "You know that show Portlandia?" That loud, <laughs> the, and the guy goes, "Yeah." He goes, "I went to this guy's my daughter, you know, my daughter, this guy's kid's birthday party, and the guy from that show was there at the party." <laughs> I go, the guy doesn't really care, right? The other guy goes, "Oh, okay, yeah." Can you believe that? The guy with the glasses. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Doesn't say nothing about who I am or how I, you know. <laughs> okay. Sort of just like puts me in a real comfortable position. Did you explain who you were then? No, <laughs> I just just let it go. <laughs> Anyways, well, it's a good subject. What about most handsome president? Most handsome president, I would have to say Barack Obama. That was an opinion here. I think he's. Um, I said he's got to be in the top five, top three. Yeah, at I least. think he'd look better yeah. with a you little know, facial hair, though, like a er, goatee. You know, earlier <laughs> in his presidency, not later, he kind of like started to grade up. Started to look stressed see, out. I think he's too. Everyone, no, I, I, I think he's too lanky. I think he's a little too like bony, and uh, I don't know. He's what not do you want a big fat Woodrow I mean, Wilson. Everybody. <laughs> So some, Everybody goes for the JFK thing, but he, he's got that Boston accent, which sucks. That's yeah, like not, I think he's odd like, looking. I think he's nah, he's weird JFK's looking. up there. He's one of the most handsome. He's Come hunky. on, he's got that big weird helmet. He's undisputed. Hair. Oh, I, I would love to Roger you so hard. Like, Ooh, come on, yeah, just don't listen to him. We're talking about looks. I'll, my vote is <laughs> those big teeth too. My vote it's is big teeth. All right, he's ugly. Forget it. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Bring this up. My vote is Ulysses S. Grant. Take and a look I'm, at this. I'm agreeing with you, Tim. This guy is. This what a snack he is. Wait, where is he? Where is he in the running order? He's right after Lincoln, about three after Lincoln. There he is. Oh, what am I right? Two after Lincoln. Right in the center there. Oh yeah. Now bring him up. Click There's it. other pictures of him. Bring him up. I'm gonna blow your mind. I'm gonna make all you ladies and men wet. It's a smoke show. <laughs> smoke show. Oh, look at that on the right. Ooh. Me likey. Ulysses S. Grant. Oh, here's a handsome one. Me love it. Mm, no, kiss on uh, that. I'm gonna snack on that boy. Mm. <laughs> He's tough. He's rough and tough. <laughs> All right, we'll talk more about this in the after hours, uh, and much more to discuss. We haven't talked about the impeachment of Donald John Trump. I love John. I wish his middle name. I wish his middle name was Jason. Donald Jason Trump. Jared. I'm gonna give you my exclusive thoughts on the lecherous. Uh, bad guy, Marilyn Manson. People are asking me about that. Real trash man who I've had experiences with, personal experiences, which I will share in the after hours. 
little tease there. revisionist history because he was wonderful when he was on your show. Now I don't know about that. Like there's some highlights of my show, and then there are some other things that <laughs> we can talk about in the after hours. Thank you, everybody. Thanks to Rodney Asher, his film creates conversation. His film Glitch in the Matrix out now. People can rent that, buy it, whatever. And Nick Thune's movie is out too. Watch them together at the same time. See how that goes. <laughs> See you next time. See you next week. See you on Saturday if you're coming to the Tim and Eric Valentine's Day watch along at viewstub.com uh, slash Tim and Eric. Patreon.com slash Office Hours Live and officialofficehours.com for shirts, mugs, pugs, rugs. We got new rugs at the store. New Office Hours rugs, Doug. Seasons are changing. Huh? New Office Hours rugs for sale. Oh, we got rugs? Yeah. <laughs> These are nice rugs. Beautiful rugs. 12 by 20. See you in a few minutes, my patriots. The seasons, they do change. Seasons are changing. Go be a guru.